welcome to the Modern Hustle Podcast. I'm your host and intuitive biz bestie, Shannon Stewart. This is a podcast for spiritually ambitious women who are ready to balance out the hustle and flow in their life, grow and scale their business, and start choosing themselves so they can start living life on their own terms. I'm a lover of wine, the moon, and having good soul conversations. If you're ready to create an impact in this world, be inspired, and connect with other amazing women doing incredible things, then you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Modern Hustle Podcast. We have such an amazing guest today who brings all the badass bitch vibes for sure, and she teaches women how to break free from chronic survival mode by using holistic tools and practices to align them with their purpose, make more money, and have more self-love and ultimate life fulfillment. I am super pumped to have you on the podcast today. Welcome, Peyton. Thank you. Oh my God. So the intro sounds so much better when you say it. Like I need you, I need that little snippet. You made me sound amazing. Thank you. I'm super excited and super happy to be here. Yeah, me too. Me too. So I'd like to start the show with some fun questions for my audience to get to know you a little bit. So the first question I have for you, which I know you're just going to crush this one is what (laughs) are you grateful for today? Oh my God. Um, I am grateful for the sunshine. I have a lot of natural light coming through my window right now. Mm. I am thankful for this moment to be able to collab with you. I'm thankful for being able to work for myself, thankful for my health, especially during this time. Um, my family, my friends, I, I, I lit, I do a gratitude practice every single day. So I literally could go on and on and on about what I'm grateful for. I love that. Do you like write down everything that you're grateful for in the present or also like in the future pre- present? Um, I do both. I mix it and I find that when I mix it, it feels more real mm-hmm. or so like if I'm kind of pulling something, you know, into my present reality, like if I say, like, let's say I'm thankful for this cup of tea that I'm drinking and this, you know, this moment of stillness. And then the next thing I'm saying, you know, I'm thankful for hitting a 5k month, which I haven't achieved yet. It just makes it feel more seamless and less like I'm separating what's already here versus what I'm trying to get to. If that makes sense. It's all one thing. It's all in one pot. Like it's yeah. all happening now. Totally. I have started doing that as well. Cause I would, I, usually I like separated them and then mm-hmm. I started in like meshing it together and you're yes. so right. It just, it feels more like in flow. It just feels Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's literally what you want to tap into when you are trying to bring things into your life is like, it has to feel real in order for it to become real. Totally. Totally. It's all about the feels. (laughs) All about the feels. (laughs) So good. So what is your morning ritual? My morning ritual. Okay. So my ritual changes. It's always there, but at present, Um, right now, like I said, I do a gratitude practice and I'm a huge fan of journaling. Um, so I write mine out and I try to write at least 10 things, but a lot of times I go, I will go over that. I just keep writing until I just feel the spirit tells me to stop. Um, I also have been doing EFT tapping in the mornings first thing in the mornings. And then, um, I also have a moment to just like drink my tea or if I'm drinking Celsius, like right before the gym, I have a moment to just kind of be with myself and just drink that even in that 
in itself is ritualistic to me. Mm-hmm. So um, it's short and sweet. It's simple. Actually, it's not short at all. I really draw out my rituals in the morning. Um, that's why I wake up so early. I, it takes almost like two hours just because I like to move at my own pace. So mm-hmm. um, in some, just taking my time, my gratitude practice, writing those things that I'm grateful for, um, the EFT tapping, and then just like really enjoying whatever my morning beverage is. Totally. So what is your wake up time? Usually between like seven and seven 30. That's what I've been doing now. If I'm really on it, six 30. Um, but you know, like life changes and you know, sometimes that, that time has, it's been 5am before and it's been 10am before. So, um, I'm, I'm flexible with my morning routine as long as I have something that I'm doing something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So good. I love that. And what is your guilty pleasure? Oh, my guilty pleasure. Um, you know what? I would probably have to say getting my nails done. Like, I don't even know necessarily if it's guilty because I don't feel guilty at all. <laughs> but I, I, I spend kind of like to the average person, probably a ridiculous amount of money on getting my nails done. And I get them done every week and a half. So not two weeks, not one week. It's always a week and a half. And it just makes me feel good. Sometimes it's irrational. My boyfriend says I'm crazy, but I don't care. I like it. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel badass. So having my nails done. Totally. And you always have inspiring nails. I've definitely copied those before. So yes, yes, I love it. I love it. I love the ones where you did with the third eye. Those ones were like killer. Those, that was one of my favorites just because like, I also started, um, being intentional, like again, in terms of just like making even the most simple everyday things ritualistic. Like I started making my nails, you know, kind of connect to what I was going through, what I was feeling and just, I did the evil eye nails because I just felt a lot of energy coming at me and I just wanted to protect. It was a way for me to protect myself, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and to be cute and fashionable too. Like you can do it all at one time. So I love that. Was, did they just do that freehand? Mm-hmm. I found this amazing, uh, this amazing nail artisan, um, here in Durham, North Carolina. I'm here temporarily. I live, actually live in LA, but, um, she's great. Like literally everything that I've ever brought to her. She's like, I can do that. I can draw that. And she does the all freehand, no stickers, no nothing. She's great. Wow. That is so awesome. <laughs> yes. I'm going to get my nails done today. And I'm like, what should I do? Yay! But Yay! It won't be that one, but, um, your I nails are what you do choose. Thank you. I feel like it's going to be pretty simple today. Okay. But we'll see. We'll see what the vibe is when I get there. <laughs> All right. All right. Keep you posted. <laughs> I want to um, see. So- I want to see. Simple is good sometimes. Totally. Yeah. It yeah. works. For sure. Especially when I, because I don't get them done every two weeks. I get them done mm-hmm. like every three to four weeks, depending on, again, the, mm-hmm. the, style that I get. Um, I wish I could get them done more, but you know, I got kids. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I get it. I get it. Oh man. So I also want to know, um, what sex in the city character do you relate to the most? (gasps) Okay. So I am absolute mesh between Samantha and Carrie. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm half and half. Like I can, and I love Sex in the City. Like I, I can quote like almost every episode, love the movies. And I'm definitely, 
I, I just relate to Samantha because she's just so bold and she's outspoken and she's not shameful or anything about just being herself despite like the the judgment that she gets from even even her friends like I feel like even Charlotte and Miranda and Carrie they have like slight judgment of her but you know they still love her and they still accept her and I mean regardless of it all she still shows up as Samantha Jones so and then Carrie oh Carrie (laughs) she's thinks about everything, you know, like analyzes everything. She just wants to find love, but you know, she just, she works, she's fashionable. Like I just, I think I'm a mesh of both. Mm, I like that. I like that mesh. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. So, okay. You are all about like people that are following you on Instagram. Like you've just released this new, um, workout that you're doing. That's all like with alignment with your chakras, all of the things. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do and let's just go into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So first and foremost, like my title, my role, what I'm here to do is I am an integrative healing coach. And that means I use a variety of modalities to help people, like you said, tap into their highest self, create more abundance, heal those energy blocks that have been holding them back in their lives so that they can live the desire, uh, the desired life that they have in their mind that they haven't been able to kind of like pull into reality yet. Um, and like you mentioned my new class, it's called abs ass alignment. And it is a workout class that meshes exercise with energy healing. Um, And it's based on the entire chakra system. So I'm doing, I'm using movement to um, activate and charge up your your, um, energy centers so that you can get in more in touch with how you're feeling, what might those energy energy blocks be, and also like working them out because let's I mean, let's be real. Like when you move, you ought, you just feel better. You feel like you've shaken a load off. And that's not just you. That's not just a saying. That's a real thing. We've literally released energy. And it's really important to do that on a regular basis because um, our bodies store energy all the time. And like I always say, like if you have a headache, um, that is probably a physical manifestation of something that's going on with your third eye or if you've got weak ankles or you have like everybody loves to say I have bad knees you have really shitty balance um take a look at what's going on with your root chakra weak core what's going on with your solar plexus are you really showing up in the world as who you really are are you are you timid are you um dimming your own light and so like it's the class is designed to make you pay attention to those things. And by paying, uh, giving your awareness to it, you can shift them um, and ultimately live like your greatest and highest self. <laughs> yes. What made you get into integrating both of these things? Well, it's, it's a combination of my two greatest passions. Like I originally started off as a personal trainer. Um, I worked at a gym called Total Woman and I've did that for a couple of years and it was great, but it just, it got old really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. And then I, around the same time, I just kind of started moving into more of a spiritual space. I was getting into tarot and Oracle cards and mediumship and all these different like mystical things. And at this point in my life, both are still really big parts of my life. I'm still in the gym at least four, three to four times a week. Um, taking care of my body is still a big, it, it became a part of my spiritual practice. And and, and just, um, it just came to me one day. I was like, why don't I find a way to do both? Because 
that's kind of what it became in my own life. It was less, my workouts were less about aesthetics and having like the most ripped abs and the most like busting quadriceps and biceps. It was less about that. And it was more about just like moving my body to feel good, to feel like I was actually in my body Mm -hmm. um, so that I could feel grounded. And I just, it was just something that was natural and Mm -hmm. it was something that I wanted to share with everybody else. So. Mm, So good. So I find it very interesting how you talk about, like you just mentioned talking about like, if you have a headache, maybe it's something going on with your third eye or your knees, Mm -hmm. which is like a common thing you hear from a lot of people, especially once you get older. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, And it's like, oh, you're just fucking old, whatever. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but I like it how you really take those things and you look at the different chakras that are going on for Mm -hmm. so for somebody that isn't, doesn't understand the chakras, how, like, what is a way that they can start to understand the way that their body is feeling and start like correlating it to the different chakras, the different energy blocks that they have? So I would say like the first and foremost is like, it's super easy to Google, like Google what the seven main chakras are. And I'll say them really quick. You have your root at your spine, you have the sacral, which is just below the belly button solar plexus about two to three fingers width above your belly button, your heart chakra, right? Um, at your sternum, you have your throat chakra, your third eye, and then your crown. And once you are aware of that and you kind of have an idea of what, um, uh, aspects are associated with each energy center, then do a body scan of yourself. Just kind of like sit quietly with no distractions and just start from the very tips of your, from the very top of your head, all the way down to your toes. Like, where do I feel pain? Where do I feel discomfort? Where might I feel tightness or just like, for lack of a better word, weakness? Like, um, I had some gunk going on with my, my left shoulder for a really long time. And I, I never had any type of like injury or I never really had a reason as to why that was happening, but it was because I was holding some ancestral stuff there that actually wasn't even mine. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways that I used to like release it was through movement. And so you can, um, like I said, like the movement is just a vehicle to like bring awareness to like what's going on. Mm -hmm. And once you kind of pinpoint like where you're feeling the energy in your body, um, you can go back and say like, how might th- might this relate to the aspects of the solar plexus or the aspects of the root chakra? And then from there, like I said, that awareness creates that healing, pro- starts that healing process for you. Mm. So when I discovered, uh, this was maybe like, th- honestly, like only three weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but Um, so I have, I sleep with a mouth guard and I've broken two of them. I've literally Mm -hmm. cracked them. And Mm -hmm. my last one, just like, I somehow like literally cracked off a piece and I must've swallowed it. I have no idea. (gasps) It ain't anywhere around. So I was just like, okay, what is going on? Like, why am I clenching so hard? And so I started Googling Mm -hmm. like how I can fix this and all the things. And that's when I realized it had a lot to do with my throat chakra. And prior to this, me Googling the jaw Mm -hmm. situation, Mm -hmm. I was just like, I like during meditation and just, just intuitively, I just really felt like I had some sort of block going on. And so that was something Mm -hmm. I was working on a couple of weeks prior to even 
me discovering about the correlation yeah. of the jaw and the throat. And I, when yeah. I discovered that, I was just like, my mind was blown. I was just like, yeah, oh my God. And so I'm just like, okay, how do I fix this? What do I do? Cause it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I started being more aware of like what my jaw was doing throughout the day. And I noticed that I do clench throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And my dentist is like, oh, you just should do meditation. You should do some yoga, Pilates. And I'm like, I do all those things. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, it's very interesting how your body correlates with the energies. Yeah, for sure. And I would even suggest like, um, if you don't already, which I'm pretty sure you do, I'm, I even think that you've talked about it on your stories before is like really diving really, really deep into your journal practice mm. um, to kind of like figure out like what is going on in the throat, what is not being like brought up or expressed or vocalized. And the beauty in journaling is you're talking to yourself, you know, like nobody, there doesn't have to be a filter. There's no wall. There's no, there's no one to shame you or judge what you're saying or what, you know, what's coming up for you. Um, and I've even found in my own journal practice that I really, I, I feel like I got, I got the widest open throat chakra of anybody. And I think, it, and I really attribute it to my really consistent long-standing journal practice. Cause the more I've done it, the more open I've even been with myself like I didn't realize how much I was hiding and putting on a front even just writing to myself um but like with practice like you start peeling back the layers and you'll notice that that stuff will kind of start to fizzle out for sure Mm. so let's talk a little bit about journaling because this is a conversation that I have in the dms constantly with people Mm -hmm. um is about journaling so there's so many ways that you can journal. Some people love journaling with like journal prompts and other people just love the free writing. Yeah. So can you maybe talk a little bit and give us some tips and suggestions on how to start journaling if we're new to journaling or if we're Mm -hmm. kind of like in a stuck point where we just feel Mm -hmm. like it's, we're becoming robotic about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course my across the board, um, when you're, you're making it a point to either start journaling or you've been journaling is to, don't place, don't be so rigid with it. That's not what it's, what it's meant for, what it's meant to do. Um, and be flexible with it. Like some days I will write five pages just because that's what, how much I have to say that day. And some days I will only write three sentences because that's all I have to say. And that is okay. It's okay to write one word. And it's also okay to be silly. Like if you can't think of anything to write down, just write how, how was your day? And I know it sounds cheesy, like dear diary today was great. I went to work, blah, 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 blah. But again, it just helps you get into the flow. Like even if you start out like that, you'll probably end up having more to say as you write. Mm. So, you know, again, don't judge it don't put a whole bunch of stipulations on it or it has to be like this or I have to journal with prompts. Sometimes I journal with prompts. Sometimes I journal without. Sometimes um, my my journal entry is a to-do list, you know? Mm-hmm. It just, however it wants to come out is how I just allow it to come out. And I encourage people to do the same. Like mm-hmm. it is what it is. Like I said, the, your journal is literally for you. It's, it's not for anyone else. No one else is reading it. So you can put any, sometimes I draw flowers and I don't write any words at all. I just draw and I doodle. And even that in itself has a healing effect and is productive to me. Yeah. I love that you said that because even with, um, 
like in my program, Align and Elevate, where I teach mm-hmm. people how to connect with not only themselves on a deeper level, but also with the lunar cycle mm-hmm. um, energy and connecting with that. And during the full moon specifically, I talk about part of your new moon ritual. You can, you can, with the visualizing, um, because visualizing is kind of hard for some people sometimes yes. is like drawing or making a vision board, things like that. So I love how Mm -hmm. you said that you can just do that for your everyday practice of journaling because Mm -hmm. it's, it goes, it's pretty much the same thing. Like you're visualizing and you're putting out those feelings in whatever form that feels right to you in that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. And even like, again, even just piggybacking off, like if you, let's say if you feel blocked and you don't know what to write, write about that. You can literally write, I feel blocked right now. I don't know what the fuck to write. I feel silly. I feel this way, that way. And this is all I got today. And let that be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So self-care, this is, mm-hmm. um, this is a priority for you and it should be a priority yes. for everybody. <laughs> yes. So I you, a thousand percent agree. Right. Yeah. And so you talk about turning your basic everyday tasks into sacred rituals. Talk mm-hmm. to us about it. Yeah. So like I said, I am the absolute biggest fan of self-care just because I feel like if I don't take care of me, I cannot take care of anyone else. And if I don't feel like my best self, I can't show up at my highest capacity for other people. And so like, I I know for, for some, it sounds selfish, but like, I'm really doing more for me so that I can do more for other people and you know like I say making everyday tasks ritualistic like for instance like shower time you can simply just take it like somebody said this on Instagram some like you can just take a shower or you could take a shower and light a candle and play some music mm-hmm. and dim the lights and make it a moment, make it a, a moment where you, like, if you've had a long day and you just want to be present and feel inside your body, you can do it that way. Mm-hmm. Or like for me, uh, my shower time is when I EFT tap mm-hmm. and I use the water falling over my body as literally like cleansing the energy that I am trying to shake or that I'm trying to tap through so that I can bring in this new, this new energy of what I do want to embody. So, and cause we're busy, like you said, like you're married, you have kids, like you don't have time to like dress in all white and like light a thousand fucking candles and sit in a circle and salt for five hours because of a new moon ritual. Like you just don't have time for it and it's not necessary. It's really not like uh, what's another one that I do for like money, money stuff. One, I put crystals in my wallet that just, I don't even have to do anything. It just does it on its own. I have rutilated quartz, some citrine. Um, I also have some unakite just to like be grateful for abundance in there. Um, and I also like when I was really, really struggling with my money mindset, every time that I spent money, I would say out loud, you know, I am grateful for this exchange of money that I am giving and I'm also receiving X, Y, Z in return. And I'm really grateful for that exchange. Like this, this is benefiting me. This is added, adding to me. And I said it every single time that I dished out money and it it made me, it made me excited to spend money. (laughs) It made, you know, it turned it into something that was fun and happy and just lighter and not something that was dreaded and, um, 
uh, something that would trigger anxiety. Like that really helped shift for me. Um, what else, what else, what else? Um, when I work out, sometimes I listen to affirmations over and over and over and over and over again. So while I'm getting my sweat on, you know, great. I've also jammed in some affirmations in my brain, (laughs) you know, and I don't have to like sit cross-legged on my floor for an hour just to do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, or even, uh, let's say if you're out and about on the go and you're really into Oracle and tarot, instead of like taking a deck with you or having to do it that way, you can, um, there are apps that are, you know, you can have, like, you can do a, an Oracle pool or a tarot pool on the app and it's on the go. It's on your phone. You have access to it. So anything can be made a ritual. <laughs> I love that. Those are things I've never thought about. Like I love EFT tapping as well, but I definitely don't yeah. do it in the shower, but I love that. Oh my God, please try it. It's the best thing since right? sliced bread. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> please try it. Yes. Yeah. Like it makes so much sense that you're EFT tapping, but then you're like getting the water to cleanse you and like you're washing everything away. Like so much sense. Um, I'll be real. Like I just started doing that this week because I did not have time to sit cross-legged on the floor and tap. I was like, I got to take a shower and I got to go. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do this in the shower. And I was like, this is great. Why don't I do this all the time? And so now it's been a thing every day since. Totally. I love that. And that will also help you with, I mean, if you live with somebody, for anybody that's listening to you, if you live solo, great. But if you don't live solo sometimes and your partner or who your roommate, whoever yes. may not be into it, they're really like, oh what the God, fuck yes. are you doing? But that's probably going to help you with your throat chakra in itself to release because you're like, I don't give yes. a fuck you think this is me. This is my true authentic self. This is what I do. And exactly. Yeah. And I, I felt like that when I first started tapping, like I, like my boyfriend knows that I do it <laughs> and he's actually walked in on me while I was doing it before and was like, oh, okay, babe, like, I'm sorry, excuse me. Like he wasn't weirded out by it, but for whatever reason, like I just felt really insecure about doing it in front of him or around him and doing it in the shower kind of helped 86 that. Cause I was also missing the practice by, because I felt like I couldn't get an, an alone moment to do it. Um, so if that's something that you struggle with too, there's your solution. That's so good. Um, okay. Let's quickly talk about the crystals in the wallet. Cause this is something that I have mm-hmm. been wanting, wanting to do. Mm-hmm. And all of my crystals are so fat and like, mm-hmm. yeah. So do you go buy specific crystals that are like super small and thin for your wallet? Yeah. So at this point, cause another service that I offer is a uh, virtual crystal healing. And so with that offering my Uh, crystal collection has grown tremendously over the past year and I have crystals of all sizes itty bitty teeny tiny ones to big like five pound crystals um so I think I I just kind of have and you also start doubling the more you collect you start having multiples of the same crystal and there'll all be different sizes eventually so me personally I kind of just already had them lying around in my collection and um, the smaller ones, I get scared I'm going to lose them. So that was also another incentive for me to put them in my wallet. Like I know exactly where they are and they're serving a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but for someone who ha- who doesn't have as large of a collection yet, you can definitely um, intentionally go to your local metaphysical store and seek out some really small ones that can um, that can fit in your wallet. Uh, Cause that's, that's literally what I did. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so amazing. Um, so oh, what was the other question I was going to ask you? It just lost. I just lost the train of thought. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, da, da, da. Even, even the crystals that I do use, I think I'm, I wanted to mention that because I know people are probably going to be like, well, what crystals? Like yeah. I said, like the related quartz, um, because the rutiles in the quartz kind of signify like cutting out and removing the blocks to your abundance mm -hmm. and also like the the um aspect of the clear quartz clearing that's that stuff out and then citrine like also for like confidence with money and just being happy about creating a happy um light-hearted uh, healthy relationship with money that has really helped me because also I feel like you have to be in a good feeling confident happy place in order to attract more money and that's where the citrine comes in to give us that type of energy and then and again, like I said, the unakai I associate with gratitude and just being really thankful. So like being thankful for what's in my wallet now and also being thankful for what's going to be added to it in the future. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you do any specific practices other than crystals around money mindset? Um, yes. Well, as far as money mindset, I, cause that is something that I personally like struggle with a lot. Like my root chakra and money, let, let me go back up a little bit, but, um, pro or issues or challenges, rather, I don't like to say issues, but challenges with, with money typically go back to your root chakra, which deals with like your foundation, having your basic needs being met and just feeling grounded and stable and, um, just feeling like taking care of like you've got a, a, a grasp on like your finances and just like your overall well-being and that has been a struggle for me um especially with COVID like I got laid off right before COVID like I was on unemployment like it was a lot so um, I have done a shit ton of money mindset work and a lot of it has been um, that is one area where I did use journal prompts um, and I actually got them from Chakra Girl Co from our program that we did. Um, so even just like outsourcing help from someone who is doing really well in that area and um, connecting with them is helpful. Except, like I said, that's where I got the journal prompts from. Um, also like saying that affirmation or that or being grateful for the exchange every time you spend money, um, the crystals in the wallet. And then what else have I really done? Oh, um, giving more money, mm. whether it's 50 cents, a dollar, $50, like, I don't care, just giving more. Like I, there was a point where I was literally making it a point to give every day. I didn't care if it was my last dollar, but just, um, giving. So, cause you have to give in order to receive. And I noticed like when you hold on so tightly to your money, like that's when it slips away. Mm -hmm. So you have to let it go for it to come back mm -hmm. and just trust and have faith that it will come back. And that also like really helped me because I remember I was paying off like $13,000 in debt, which I did pay off. But in the process, when I first started doing it, it was like, gut-wrenching every time I made a payment like it was just so scary for me because I'm like well, well what if I need the money for something else or what if something else comes up and then I started like catching myself in the moment and saying Peyton pay off the debt like it's totally fine because we're sending this money out so that it can come back come back to you like it's going to be fine you've never not have what you needed 
you've always been cared for, you've always been provided for in some kind of crazy way, whether it was through somebody or even just like, I remember one time um, I was in college and I literally had no money to eat at all, like zero. And I just remember being like, spirit guys, like I need help, I'm starving. And I found a random $20 in a, in a random purse that I never carried. And so like you just kind of open yourself up to that when you don't hold on so tightly. Um, so that was a big one for me too. That is really good. Um, that's something that I find that a lot of people don't talk about um, mm -hmm. unless you have a coach that directly is talking about that sort of stuff, but just like in mm -hmm. normal everyday, people don't really talk about just like giving more to receive more because especially mm -hmm. when it comes to debt, like people have credit card debt as an example. Yeah. And so it's like painful to have to pay like $500, $1,000 to the credit it card. Brutal. It is brutal, especially like when your savings is topped out, like you want to move and shake and you feel like you can't because you're already in the negative. And you, you, even when you get to zero, when you balance everything out, it's like, you're still not in the positive yet. Like I understand I've been through it more than once. It's grueling, but like, we just have to look at those instances as opportunities to shift our perspective. And that was something that like really, really helped me. I even do that to this day. Even sometimes I feel like um, it happens less now, but when I do feel tense about dishing out money, I'm just like, look, it's going to come back. It always does. Mm -hmm. It always does. Mm -hmm. And you just have to like, and bet on it, bet on yourself, <laughs> look up to the heavens and be like, all right, universe, God, spirit, whatever you subscribe to, I'm throwing out this money because I'm trusting it's going to come back. I'm jumping. I'm taking, taking the leap of faith. And by golly, if it doesn't work, I'm going back to my ways. And if it does great we've moved through a block so that's also <laughs> an option oh god so true I can relate to this so so much I literally just signed up for a mastermind and I'm just Yay! like no fucking idea how this is going to happen but and yeah. I was talking to one of my mentors and I was just like I don't know if it's like, I don't feel worried about it, but I also am not sure if I feel numb to it. And she's like, it's probably mm -hmm. a bit of both. It's the energy mm -hmm. that's going on in my birth chart, all the things right now. But yeah, yeah. I'm just like, cause sometimes when you feel numb, you're just like, Ooh, this isn't good that I'm feeling numb, but maybe it's not always such a bad thing that you feel numb in like, maybe you can be a positive numb. Does that make sense? I was going to say, sometimes I think like that numbness can be used to your advantage to get you to where you need to go. You know, like, I also feel, I have a sense that like you also, even, even beneath probably the numbness, like you feel a peace about your decision. Mm -hmm. You know that you did it for the next level of you and that it was necessary to get there. Mm -hmm. And you know that it's all going to work out in the end, because when you think about it, when has it ever not worked out? Mm -hmm. When has it never not worked out? Totally so yeah. true so true <laughs> um okay so a lot one of the last questions I have would be um so I love how you well first of all everybody needs to do your abs ass and alignment course uh, yes not course workout for sure yes. you post it twice a week now which is awesome yes because when I voted on your Instagram poll, I was like Wednesdays and I'm like what do I vote Wednesday for I can't even do Wednesdays <laughs> 
but then you added Saturday. I'm like, sweet. I can, I can try and do a Saturday now. Yes. Um, yes. And you are absolutely welcome to join in whenever you want to pop in, just let me know and girl, you're in there. Yeah. I'm stoked. Um, yeah. 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 So Wednesdays and Saturdays, 12 PM Eastern standard time. So that's 9 AM Pacific standard time. Yeah. Um, and if you miss, don't think it's a different workout. It's always going to be the same workout Wednesday and Saturday. So if you miss one, you can catch the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one way to work with me. Um, like I said, I do also offer virtual crystal healing sessions, um, which those are amazing as well. Like I do a pre-consultation um, and do a whole customized crystal layout for you addressing uh, the things that we talk about in the pre-consultation. And then we also do a post-consultation where I give you homework. So you continue working even after you've directly worked with me. Um, and I'm also gearing up to launch my, like this is for my heavy hitters who are like really ready to like dive into energy healing. Um, it's called Soul Thrive and it's an eight week one-on-one course. So that's going to be launching soon. So stay tuned. Yeah. That's exciting. I love that. Yeah, Um, yeah, That's putting all the things together. That's putting together the movement, the crystal healing, the journaling, the tapping. That is everything all in one with Soul Thrive. It's basically what everybody needs. Right. It's what I wish I had. (laughs) I wish somebody had had a class like that for me when I was like in the thick of my spiritual journey. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was going to ask you for people that feel like they don't have hours in the day to work on their business, maybe it's mm-hmm. their nine to five and their business, um, mm-hmm. but also do all their spiritual practices. But on top of that, taking care of their their physical body. Yeah. So other than taking like working with you, which they 100% need to be working with you, taking your yeah, Wednesday you. or Saturday class, but what are some things that they, like a few steps that people can start doing today to get themselves in that motivational energy to start working out, to start moving their body so that it can start being yeah. in that high vibe state? Yeah, yeah. I think it all, from the very beginning, it starts with the decision that you make to make it a priority and just trusting and believing that I'm making a, I'm making this a priority. I am committing to this and everything else will just have to wait. Everything else will just have to adjust. And you will find that everything and everyone does shift and adjust. Um, and I actually offer on my website, it's a free ritual workbook that helps you design your own personal ritual. And you can make it as short as you want to, as long as you want to. And there's journal prompts. There's, it teaches you how to EFT tap and you can write your own EFT tapping script. Um, and so I think that even just that is a really good jump start because how you start your day is generally how the rest of your day is going to go. And if you get into a consistent uh, practice with that, then you create like a foundation to build off from like, okay, I've gotten this down pack now. I've, I've mastered my ritual. I'm in it. It's working for me. Um, the timing is working for me. Now I can, I think I want to add a day, a, a one, one uh, workout a week. And then maybe you say, okay, I've mastered that. Now I want to add in like, I don't know, eight glasses of water a day or four glasses of water. You just, you kind of build like that. I I find that trying to do all the changes and implement them all at one time um, is overwhelming. And it kind of sets you up to not do as well as you could have if you took, um, took one step at a time. So my mom always says, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? (laughs) 
I never heard that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, so good. Well, I'll link everybody in the show notes to your freebie as well as yes. all of the ways that they can work with you, um, as well as your Instagram, how to connect with you, all of the good things. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for coming today and for sharing all of your knowledge and you're like such a light every, like, I love looking forward to your stories on Instagram. Thank and- you. Thanks for the nails inspiration as well. <laughs> of course. Of course. And like I said, girl, you better send me a picture because I want to see them. I will. I want to see, see. And just again, thank you so much for having me. And I was thinking about it earlier. Like, I love how like your, your practice is very like connected to the moon and I'm so connected to the sun and how we just kind of complement each other that way. Like my business is called soul energy healing. And I just thought that was a really cool combo right there. Like <laughs> I thought so that was true. a good collab. Yeah. 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 I love that. I never thought about that, but it's so true. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how they just, how they complement each other. Like mm-hmm. there's not one that's greater than the other, or, um, I mean, I, I work with new moon and full moon energy quite a bit, but the, I think they just complement each other. So I thought it was cool how we were like a manifestation of that. hundred percent. Well, because in astrology, the sun and the moon are all, they're considered planets as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's really, they all go hand in hand. And I'm actually going to be yes. doing um, a Facebook live in my group talking about the different energies of the days of the week, which incorporates mm-hmm. the sun and the moon. So, oh, awesome. I need to tune into that. Cause that's really cool. I never thought that I never, it never occurred to me that like the days of the week carry a very like specific energy and how you might use that to be intentional, like with your own rituals and things like that. So that's really cool. Big time. It's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday are all considered like the feminine energy. And then two Tuesday, Wednesday, Mm -hmm. Thursday is more of the masculine energy. That's so funny because like, I kind of like intuitively scheduled like my work week through Tuesday and Thursday, which is look at that. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, um, tune in. I'll give you, I'll give you all the info, Absolutely. Um, absolutely. but thank you so much again. And we will, I'll share everything with everybody and thank you. You're welcome back anytime. Alrighty. Okay. Thanks. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please take a minute to give me a review, rate me five stars and subscribe. Also, when you share this podcast on your Instagram stories and tag me, I'll send you a private link for my 2021 lunar cycle guide that includes journal prompts for each moon phase, monthly affirmations, and the time and date of where the moon is in each zodiac sign. Your moon goddess status is about to go to the next level. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at themodernhustle.ca and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Love you and see you next week.